Tonight, game 59, Celtics versus Pistons. Big shot, big shot, big shot. Welcome to the podcast. It's the last meeting of the season between the top and the bottom of the Eastern Conference. The 41 and 17 Celtics won the previous three matches, and I'm thinking tonight will be no different. The 15 and 43 Pistons are 15th in the East and want to stay in the bottom three of the league to get a whopping 14% chance at drafting Webb and Yama. Tonight, the Celtics are sitting Gallo, Brown, Muscala, and the Pistons are sitting Cave, Cunningham, Bagley, and Noel. The Celtics are an eight-point favorite. What are you looking to see tonight, Owen? Uh, losing Muscala is a massive loss. <laughs> um, he fit right in. <laughs> that, this has been a great ad, but um, the Pistons always play us decently well. I remember last year they stole two games from us, one of them at home. That was pretty big. But the thing I'm most excited about Yep. Marcus Smart is return. He's back. The defensive presence on at point guard position. We'll see how Derek White, Brogdon, Pritchard, that all works out. Might the minutes might increase because Muscala's out, and of course, I guess um, this guy uh, Jalen Brown. They're either gonna have to fill in too. So should we watch? Let's go. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, uh, the Celtics won one twenty-seven to one hundred nine. Um, Detroit uh, had a lot of energy. They had one, two, three, four, five, six guys over double digits. Boyan Bogdanovich had twenty-eight. Isaiah Stewart had fourteen, and Jaden Ivey had seventeen. So they uh, they were energized. They played hard, but they were not even close to the Celtics, who had. Jason Tatum had 38, another great game. He just toys with that team. It's unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy how good he is. Yeah. But Smart's return was unreal. The guy had, let's see, he walked out on the court, and I think he just, I think he sort of just stole the ball from everybody he could see. He, he had, had six steals, right? Yeah, he had six steals, six assists, seven rebounds, and nine points, 29 minutes. He looked like he had, didn't miss a day, right? I forgot how much we missed Smart. I forgot how good he is. I forgot like just how many facets of the game he impacts. Like I knew, of course, defensively we were missing him, and he I thought played out of his mind defensively tonight. Beyond the steals, he was just getting interrupted in passing lanes, just being general nuisance for the for the Pistons. But on offense, I just forgot how good of a passer he is. He makes like a few couple like boneheaded no look passes. They're like, okay, you could right. It could have very easily been an open three, but you just turn that into a. Right, it's a sloppy little sort of like pocket but his, that he likes to do. But he he only his had two pocket is like slip passes. His entry passes are just over outweigh that by so much. The quality of his entry passes, his lead passes to cutters, are just all like on point. It's totally. crazy. Totally, he played great. Um, Tatum played great. It was great to see them back on the floor. Man, the ball was still moving around. The role players still found space for themselves. Malcolm Brogdon had twenty five points. 5 for 8 from 3, 10 for 14 uh, from the field. The team as a whole shot 53%, 46.7% from 3. Um, 11 turnovers for the Celtics and 14 for Detroit. They won the turnover battle. Um, it was, uh, you know, look, they're a terrible team. But, oh, yeah. And so if you're going to come back, it's a good game to come back into. <laughs> uh, it's easy to ease yourself into the game. Um, I think uh, his first two or three seals were 
the exact same spot on the exact same pass. He just jumped the passing lane and picked it off. That's, I think that's right. Yeah, they, they just didn't learn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that's right. Um, I thought also the hustle of this, this – this also this game has you really excited for the playoffs because the hustle in this game was crazy. Blake Griffin, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum were all diving on the floor. Even if they're, oh, they're like up 20 with a few minutes left. That's this crazy. This crowd, I thought it was an A-plus crowd. They were giving standing ovations left and right for every hustle play. They got excited for when players got in. J.D. Uh, Davidson – JD got in there again. He got in there, got a two-pointer in. Uh, got some. Everyone on the bench stood up. The whole team as a whole, in addition to the the uh, the crowd, but the the whole team, they really feel like they're like a family. Like they are yeah. supporting each other. They're happy for each other. That dive, Blake Griffin, in the fourth quarter, they were in the middle of an eight-to-two run. They were up by. They were up by 17 points, and Blake uh, dove across the, the floor for a ball. Like, that kind of effort, that kind of hustle with your veteran player, yeah. uh, it, that really leads. And that, I really love the leadership. fact that the crowd's rewarding that because that makes the players feel like, oh, if I do this, I get recognized for it. Like, it's just, I, I, I love that. Yeah, that was great. You know, also, Luke had a block at the three-point line, so he actually left the key, didn't use the eclipse, made it, to the, made it to the three-point line and blocked somebody, which was nuts. Um how was Blake's three-point shooting? I know he, he he shot a handful of them. He hit a few, though, which I liked. He, oh, he was he didn't hit a few. He hit one. He went one for three <laughs> and four for ten from the from the field. But he was a great – played 28 minutes. Uh, Big Al wasn't uh, – uh, didn't play uh, – not Big Al. Um, uh, Big Rob didn't play tonight. So it was great to have Blake. Blake started well, – Grant Williams, rather. I thought the, the, the one blemish on this game is Grant Williams. He was subpar. And his shooting, just, he's been the shooting some of the last few months. I think he doesn't have to when Sam Hauser and Malcolm Brogdon are picking up the slack. Yeah, Sam played well. What's, what, what did Sam have? So Sam ended up with um, – Sam, Sam had, went two for four. He had five points. But he was, he was, he was active. Again, the Sam Hauser defensive – oh, let's pick on Sam Hauser. You know, he's a shooter. He'll, he's, he's obviously a bad defender. And he just, like, locks whoever picks him up. It's just crazy how many points we've – how many steals he's gotten and off of that? And it was the second night of a back-to-back, so that's the other thing you have to think of. And it was an overtime game. I you, that you, you you still refuse to watch this game, but it was <laughs> an overtime game tired, against, right. against against the Bucks last night. And Sam played great defense in that, uh, and during some key plays, which we would talk about if you'd watch the game. <laughs> and uh, the 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 Pistons did put together a thirty-eight point third quarter, but in that same quarter, Jason Jay Tatum, good, man. Jaden Ivey is good. Jason Tatum had 24 points and went six or six from three, um, and uh, kept us kept us around, kept us in that. You know, we were losing the lead. we had the lead. Oh, we how did we? It. They how we gone that. this far without mentioning? Jason Tatum just went ballistic in the third quarter. I know, 24, went crazy. Yeah, he just like I've always been. I, I hold Jason Tatum to a crazy high standard. I've been complaining about his shooting. I was shooting. It used to feel like all oh, every time he shoots it, I used to. I kind of go off of what I feel like yeah. in the moment. Yeah. And every time he shot it, it used to feel like, oh, that's that's going in. It's not even in the rim. It's just swish. And he's kind of lost that status for me. And I feel like him and Sam Hauser too. But he gained that back this game just like three after three after three after three. Yeah. And like in his drives, he was just toying with them. He was just like throwing it between the legs, doing a couple spins, just hitting these insanely tough finishes that he's just making look easy. So over one or two guys, it's just strength is ugh. Yeah, he did. He definitely. So there was that early in the in the game. He did the he did a, a left handed uh, between the legs to his left hand again, 
right down the lane uh, to lay it up with his right hand, which was you took, very you took notes showy. on all the hands. You, like, I, did, I like things. to I like to keep to keep the took, hand hand took notes on together. every single hand. Every that was I mean that was a great play. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I didn't keep notes on the hand. I remember the hand. <laughs> Um, I was looking at what other notes I had. Like at, at six thirty in the in the first, uh, Marcus Smart had a steal. He passed it to Derek White. Derek White missed the layup. Then, as Detroit was coming back, Derek White came in behind the 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 piston. I forget who which one it was. Then he stole the ball. Then there was another miss by the Celtics uh, at the rim. And then Marcus Smart stole the ball. That was all in one sequence in the first quarter. Like the effort was there, and they were all playing so well. Um, there was they were seven for eight. It's uh, probably Killian Hayes he stole from. That's a another thing. Most hateable player, Killian Hayes. I don't know why. Just his, why his face bothers me. <laughs> that's that's generous. Um, the the Celtics bench in the first half seven for eight from three. Like that's the type of stuff that uh champions are made out of and it is it's just been like a crazy like i don't know six or seven games where these this team has just been playing so well it just feels so i i didn't watch bucks game but i guess even though we lost it felt well or it felt good it went to overtime and they didn't have any starters owen it was incredible <laughs> okay In- i'll incredible. watch the game um eventually at some point and then uh yeah, there's not really a whole lot else to say about this game other than they continued their um, their high-level play and Marcus Martin, and Jason Tatum, you know, Jason was only out one game, but Marcus Smart is back and he looks great. Um, uh, Mascala was out. He was in street clothes. and uh, But obviously after the All-Star break, we're going to go play in Indiana, who is struggling at the moment. And then we have, what do we got? We got something like 23 more games left in the season. And like I went through those those next 10 uh, was looking pretty good for the Celtics. So uh, Cleveland's actually surging, so they, they actually might be a little bit trickier than I thought. And Brooklyn actually looks good after this trade now. Um, uh, Malcolm... They look tricky, no, not good, if that makes Mikhail sense. Mikhail Bridges had 45 tonight, though. He did. Um, Brooklyn looks tricky, not good, if that makes any sense. That doesn't. Um, the it one doesn't thing make I've, any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense? No, no it's just like... <laughs> You know, there's like teams they're just like, oh, they're just annoying to play. Like the Heat are like this, where it's just like, oh, they're, they're not technically, technically they're not like a good team. Right. They're able to win. Not games. Be, they're so not, not going to be sure in the why. finals, but like you're just like, oh, why do I have to play them first round or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know what you're saying. Um, but- and the one thing I am slightly concerned about again, spoiled fan, first world problems. This offense looks so good right now, and I just know that the Celtics will be able to on the on the drop of a hat just. Turn it off and just go back to that ISO ball. Yeah, there's a little bit of um, a PTSD where we're just we're wondering when the other shoe's going to drop. When are they going to go on these slumps where they can't score for some reason? But you know, I like to think I'm an optimist, and I like to think maybe we're past that. Hopefully, <laughs> that's what I think. Okay, so All Star break White winning Player of the Week probably. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good that. point. I, we didn't mention that. I would have mentioned that during the Bucks game when we actually do it when we record it next. <laughs> Um, Derek White won uh, uh, Eastern Conference Player of the ye- of the Week, uh, which year. is that's, which that's is crazy. basically the, that's basically a Giannis and uh, and Tatum award for this year. But um, and I guess Embiid's won it a handful of times, so that's awesome. Good for him, and he just came out playing the same way tonight. I hope he continues it after the break. So we have uh, we have a couple of All Stars. We got a coach, a bunch of coaches in the All Star games. Uh, I think Tatum's in the Jim three point. is ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, he almost almost uh, had an expression on his face. Almost showed emotion. Um, 
I think Tatum's in the three-point contest, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Anything else you want to say about this game? I don't know, just feel good game. You know, I enjoyed watching it. And again, I can't get over it. the crowd was so good. You know, so loud, just like cheering out the right things. Really, again with the players, I felt like the it was a good like, especially from Scott. It's like, oh, this is your crowd. These guys will be behind you no matter what. So I, I feel I was very proud of Boston. All right, sweet. I love it. Okay, cool. Like I said, Indiana, February twenty third, Thursday night. Um, uh, that'll be our next pod, and uh, we will uh, talk to you then.